0: Welcome to The Man Chair, where two guys debate their best of lists in sports, TV, movies, music, and more. Our co-hosts, Brian Page and Jason Rogers, are lifelong friends who grew up three houses apart. They won the childhood lottery, being kids in a small Midwest town playing sports from sunup to sundown before social media was a thing. So sit back in your man chair, go back in time to when life was more simple, and join us as we debate our best of lists each week. Be sure to go directly to our Facebook page at themanchair.com and tell us what we got wrong, share your own list, or email us with suggestions for the next episode. Now on to the show. All right, listeners, thanks for joining us. If you listened to the last episode, you realize that we did not use the randomizer for this. We just recognize the Super Bowl is coming up really soon. So we wanted to give you something to, to talk about with your buddies at the Super Bowl party that you're surely going to attend um, so we decided that this would be the perfect time to do uh, the five most heartbreaking Super Bowl losses since 1985, which can also be looked at as if you're the fan of the teams who won the five most thrilling Super Bowl wins since 1985. Uh, Jason, are you ready to get started Yeah I've got my list here I'm ready okay, so uh, as we as we always do we're gonna start with you know some of those teams that were just just on the outside looking in, um, you know, I'm going to start with you know the the Green Bay Packers in 1998 um, lost uh, just it, and I'm, they lost to the Broncos uh, 31 to 24. Uh, the John Elway led Denver team secured their first Super Bowl victory that year, and that was actually the year they denied Brett Favre with his second consecutive championship. Um, Another one for me was Super Bowl 36 when the Rams lost to the Patriots 20 to 17 on that last second field goal by Vinatieri. And that was when I don't know if you if you remember, Jason, when they were the Rams were the greatest show on turf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, That was
1: Brady's first. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. Yeah. God. 2002 Super Bowl 42. uh, The Patriots had just a stunning upset. That's um, on my list. All right. I, I'm going to leave that one off. I'm not like saying else. The Eagles, Super Bowl 39. Was that on your list? Uh, Super Bowl 39, no. Okay. So that's, that's when they fell just short um, against the Patriots. who The yeah. Patriots are all over the place in these years. That's back when you know, Donovan McNabb was the quarterback for the Eagles. And yeah. uh, he was a great quarterback. He just, And he
1: uh, was, Terrell Owens is playing on a broken leg, wasn't he?
0: Yeah. yeah he broke his leg right. like
1: three or four weeks earlier and then ended up playing in the Super Bowl and having a great game.
0: Yeah, Jason, are there any that were on your list of the outside looking in that that I didn't have on mine?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, Super Bowl forty three between Pittsburgh and Arizona. You uh, remember seeing Santonio Holmes toe tap that touchdown at the end of the game? Oh yeah, and that had the Marvin or not Marvin Harrison, um, linebacker for uh, Pittsburgh, had the hundred yard interception return right before touch, right before halftime. I remember that's a, that was a huge play. I remember James Harrison. Oh um, yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah. Played for Pittsburgh, the Bengals
1: for a little bit. Yeah, he did. Pittsburgh ended up uh, winning that game twenty-seven twenty-three. That that was off my list. Um, Super Bowl thirty-four, where Kevin Dyson comes up one yard short at don't, the very don't, end. Don't else. Gotcha. That was on my right. list. Okay. Yeah, and then
0: I also had uh,
1: Super Bowl thirty-six Brady's first touch first Super Bowl win. Heartbreaking okay.
0: for the Rams. Okay. So uh, I'll go ahead and start with my number five, and and it is that Kevin Dyson play. It's the Titans Super Bowl thirty four, and I bet you if you if you're listening right now, if you closed your eyes, you could imagine you know Kevin Dyson being tackled at the one where he like spins to his back and fully outstretches his arms and yeah. comes within like a half a yard of the end zone. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking yeah. loss for Titans fans. Uh, you know that that would have they would have won the game on that. They lost uh, twenty three to sixteen uh, to the Rams. Who was your number five, Jason?
1: Uh, my number five was Super Bowl forty two with the undefeated New England Patriots taking on the Giants. Uh, the David Tyree helmet catch in the third quarter. it out down the field it is caught by Tyree. Unbelievable play and the Patriots were actually 18-0 one in that game with two postseason wins trying to become only the second undefeated team in NFL history. The Patriots were 12-point favorites in that game. They actually played each other the last uh, game of the season that year. The Patriots beat them 38-35. So oh. they rematched in the Super Bowl, and the Giants end up beating them 17-14. to 14. The David Tyree helmet catch was the Giants' last drive. And then, what was it, four plays later, Burris caught a 13-yard touchdown pass with 35 seconds to go to beat the undefeated Patriots 17-14. Flat- to 14.
0: Plexico Burris. Plexico
1: Burris, yeah. Ended up shooting himself in the leg later on. He
0: did. Yeah. You probably shouldn't laugh at that. But, well, wasn't he out at the bars when he did that? I don't know. I have no idea. But, yeah. (laughs) Had a
1: gun in his pants and it went off and shot himself in the leg. Yeah. Uh,
0: All right.
1: (laughs) Super Bowl 42 is 9 0 5, just because the Patriots are undefeated going into that
0: game and they end up losing it. Yeah, no, I mean no doubt. That's a that's a great choice. That's it's um, a heartbreaker. So so my num- I know my number 4 and your number 4 were actually the same. Jason, do you want to take this one? Oh yeah, Super Bowl
1: 49. Uh, the Patriots beat the Seahawks 28-24. And all you have to do is give Marshawn Lynch the ball at the 1-yard line. And your back-to-back Super Bowl the champs Patriots have their fourth ring, and it will leave everybody asking why in the world, with Marshawn in the backfield, did the Seahawks throw the
0: football? Twenty-one reasons that was the worst Super Bowl call in the history. The
1: but instead, they the tried to throw a pass to uh, Tyler Lockett, and Malcolm Butler steps in front of him and picks it off at the one-yard line. That, and,
0: yeah, that was the worst call in the history of Super Bowls.
1: I mean, you can understand, maybe you can understand you're trying to to fool them, but Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch is a battering ram. Oh, you
0: could not stop him. Yeah, he was awesome. I heard a rumor, uh, I think maybe it was on the Pat McAfee show. I don't recall where I heard it, but later on it came out that Russell Wilson called an audible in the huddle. I hope that's not true for Russell's sake. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. What was uh okay, so uh number three again, uh we shared the same uh the, the same one here. Jason, do you want to take this one too?
1: Oh really? Uh yeah, Super Bowl fifty one. The Patriots beat the Falcons thirty four twenty eight after trailing twenty eight to three with eight and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Oh, Brady. They were up 25 points with eight and a half minutes left in the third quarter and ended up losing that game in overtime. Matt I... Ryan Matt Ryan was the MVP that year. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan was their offensive coordinator. So a little bit of this blame comes on Kyle Shanahan's shoulders for not calling any run plays in the fourth quarter to run a little bit of clock down. But you did have the MVP in Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, which was a monster wide receiver. So, I mean, you, I don't, I can kind of see where you want to, try to throw the ball to run the clock out but it didn't work out uh there was a a pick six an 82 yard pick six for Atlanta in this game but uh yeah you're up 28-3 in the third quarter you end up giving up uh a one-yard touchdown run in overtime to James White to lose it
0: yeah but Uh, it it was the greatest comeback in in history or you can say that nobody blew a greater lead depending on your perspective the Patriots scored 25 straight points
1: at one point and Brady ended up the 466 yards passing. It was yeah.
0: The Patriots you know, fifth title. I, uh, we hosted a, uh, kind of like one of those work parties, uh, earlier this year, I guess it would have been late last year. And we live in Atlanta now. And they, they brought the, the guys that were here brought that up and it was like tears in their eyes. I felt terrible for them. Right. Just yeah. to, experienced that cuz they were they were literally like in the process of celebrating the Super Bowl victory yeah. 28 to 28 to 3 This is a quick reminder to go directly to our Facebook page at themanchair.com and tell us what we got wrong share your own list or email us with topic suggestions for the next episode Now back to the show Um so so my number 2 was uh just the, it was the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl 25 that's and what I have. Number two, also. Really. All yeah. right. Why don't, why don't you
1: start there? Buffalo gets beat by the Giants, twenty to nineteen. I remember this really for the from the very beginning. The Whitney Houston national anthem. Remember That's, that? Yeah, I do. Yep. It was the golf war had just started, and uh, Whitney Houston comes out and gives one of the best national anthem performances ever. It was uh, the Giants' second Super Bowl win, but at the very
0: end. It was uh, Scott Norwood was wide War. right. Yep, yep. Yeah. And I can still picture it because he, you know, he he was a little guy and he had the uh, the single face mask, right? Just the bar yeah. that would cover his mouth, and uh, just the the announcement. There's a step. There's a kick. It is up. It is no good. No one missed. Four seconds left. The Giants have won Super Bowl. You know, and-
1: wide wide right. Another Patriots connection on this list too. Belichick was the Giants' defensive coordinator of that game.
0: That's some. That's some solid research there. I had yeah. forgotten about that.
1: And Jeff Hostetler was their quarterback, which he was the backup because Phil Sims was hurt.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know that, and the reason that that was so high on my list as well is, you know, we're we're Bengals fans. Well, I'm a Bengals fan. They're your second favorite team. There's just this, I have a special appreciation for the Bills Mafia. I mean, th- those fans are incredible. They're a different yeah. level. They're always first class. Um, you know, to go to games in the wintertime in Buffalo, geez, mm-hmm. that looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. um, and I and I really wanted them, you know, to experience a, a Super Bowl victory. And I want to say there were multiple years, whether it's the Super Bowl or playoffs, where it was like wide right, wide right, wide yeah. right. They just, they were right there. And it was back when they had, Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas. Oh yeah, um, the K-Gun offense, Andre the, Reed. Andre Reed. Yep. Yeah.
1: That was the first
0: of four straight Super
1: Bowl appearances, and they lost them all.
0: Who? I'll, I'm going to give my. Was it four in a row? Four in a row. Yeah. Ugh. So I'll, I'll sh- I'm going to hold off on my number one unless we shared the same. Uh, it was the Bengals in Super Bowl 23. Yeah, that's my number one also. All right, so let's. I think it's important for our listeners that that we set the scene here, so they can appreciate, you know, the heartbreak. The Bengals summer camp was two miles away from Jason's house and my house. Right, we would ride our bikes over to the college to watch them in summer camp. They gave us autographs. We saw like the icky shuffle in person. We were middle school kids, and you know, we we felt like like. The, the this was just kind of a part of who we are um yeah, i remember awesome. seeing Jim breach remember we were we were taller uh-huh. than them um i remember you know we we were 7th or 8th grade i remember looking at their beards thinking shit they're probably jealous of yours when you were in the 7th grade <laughs> 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 that's a little hyperbole but
1: yeah i'll, I'll go with it
0: <laughs> so and again just some more context like we're middle school kids. You know how it is if you're a middle school boy, man, like everything, everything is sports. So we have a little party in my, my basement. Um, you know, we went all out Doritos, tab, Joe Colas, um, you know, first <laughs> class. And our offense was a, a juggernaut. What was that? The West, West Coast offense? Is that, or no, it was a no huddle.
1: Yeah, Sam Weiss took it from uh, Bill Walsh, but yeah, it was a it's version.
0: A- so we had this juggernaut of an offense. We're winning the entire second half. And then Joe Montana orchestrates this last minute game winning drive. 39. That's not the only reason it made the most heartbreaking loss in the history of all Super Bowls, at least since 1985. This is what I'm going to tell you is going to solidify it. I want you to wrap your mind around this. The, the, that game, the 49ers, they broke us. They broke us. Here was our record, the Bengals record, from 1991 on. Three and 13, five and eleven, three and 13, three and 13. We did have a couple a few years where we were seven and nine, eight and eight, seven and nine, three and 13, four and 12, four and 12, six and 10, two and 14. We didn't win a playoff game again until 2021, 30 plus years later. We were Damn. so bad that we didn't just wear brown bags on our head at the game. We wore the bags while we were watching the game <laughs> at home on our TVs.
1: Uh,
0: Broke us. Anything you want to add to that, Jason? Yeah. Um, I remember
1: that game for the the kickoff return. For Cincinnati's only touchdown that game. Yeah. But uh, that was when we did the individual performances. Jerry Rice was on my list from this game. He ended up having a, a heck of a game. He had a touchdown. Ke- after. Actually, it was the drive after the. The kickoff, um, Jerry Rice had the 14-yard touchdown catch. But do you remember the play before that? Montana threw the ball in the end zone, and Lewis Billups had it in his hands. Oh, that's right. It It was an interception going to kill the drive. Cincinnati was going to take over. But he drops the ball, and then Rice on the very next play catches the touchdown. we got to get the randomizer going here to figure out what
0: we're doing next. Jason, go ahead. Hitting the button right now. And best movies of the 80s. Best movies of the 80s. Okay. All right. Best. That's a broad category. That's tough. We're going yeah. to eventually have to narrow some of these down, but best movies of the 80s it is. Before we go, do you want to give a Super Bowl prediction? Ooh. Ooh. Um, yeah, let's go, let's go 49ers, uh, 31 to 28. So a high-scoring game.
1: I was going to go 49ers, 24 to 17. Okay.
0: All right. I like it. All All right. right. Well, let's see if our, how close we, we are in our predictions. All right. Until next time, listeners, hopefully, hopefully this helped you for a, for a little bit of Super Bowl conversation at your, your upcoming party. Uh, but until next time, uh, be well. Don't move on just yet. If you enjoyed the show, hit that five-star rating, drop a comment and share this episode with your friends and family. Doing so makes a big difference in growing the man chair community and go directly to our Facebook page at themanchair.com and tell us what we got wrong. Share your own list and email us with topic suggestions for the next show. The Man Chair is sponsored by Modern Husbands. Go to modernhusbands.com and subscribe to their newsletter for ideas to manage money and the home as a team sent to your inbox every two weeks. That's modernhusbands.com. Until next week, be well.